0: hello mighty people of the most high and magnificent god this is heather miller and i've come to bring you a word straight out of the word of god i'm going to start in psalms chapter 27 verses 1 through 4 then i'm going to pop over and i'm going to talk about barking dogs in isaiah chapter 56 i'm going to start around verse 7. there's been some some things on my heart that i wanted to share uh things that have been heavy on my heart and those different ones of my uh, of my loved ones you know as we journey through this season of the history of the world that is what, what we're watching right now I think we've all figured that out you know what started out as you know a little virus coming across from China has turned into so much more and has churned the whole ocean of the atmosphere of our lives over it's affected every person but this is not something that we should uh, we should allow to um, keep us from going forward to be brave and the things that God has put in our hearts um, there's a lot of things that are being exposed. You know, God spoke to me back in uh, December, along with many of his people, all of his people that are walking in spirit and truth. That's you. And that's me. When you walk in the spirit of the Lord, the Lord speaks to you in your heart and a still small voice, sometimes a big loud voice in all different ways. And he'll show you what's going to happen. He's not going to leave his people uninformed. Not unless people choose to be uninformed, but he said exposing evil on all levels of life down to uh, your personal life, all the way up to a worldwide level and revealing true hearts. Yes. And that's what he's continuing to do. And as we journey through the year of 2020, we can plainly see that's what he's doing. Before I get started and read here, I wanted to share a little something uh, that happened to me last year when I got off of a fast. I've shared it before, but I want to share it again. I feel led to share it again, okay? Um, Those of us who love God, with all our heart minds and minds and souls and we want to see good things for people we want to see pro- we want to see prosperity I'm going to go ahead and say that and you can get mad in the same plants you got glad in okay prosperity is for God's people he didn't call you to be a slave to the dollar bill okay but to make money your slave hallelujah Anybody out there, I don't know where I'm going here, but anybody out there that's willing to bust their behind 40 and 50 hours a week just to pay the rent and then turns around and tells me they're not a slave to the dollar bill, you're disillusioned. God wants to uh, knock that poverty spirit off your life. Hallelujah. But He can only do that unless you don't worship money. That's where there's two sides to this. We have our greedy prosperity preachers. That have distorted and warped, which is what Satan always does. If you notice that, he distorts and he warps everything, okay? And it's caused people's hearts to be greedy, to be as the Laodiceans that say, I need nothing because my barn is full, you know? Like that man that Jesus spoke of it, he was a fool because he thought his barn was full and he didn't need anything else. And, and Jesus called him a fool and said, and said, Thou fool, this night your soul is required of thee. Okay, so you can't put all your, all your hope in riches. It can be gone tomorrow. The dollar bill can crash and inflate so high that your money is worthless. If you don't believe that, look, in, look at history. So neither, neither side is correct, but there is a godly prosperity that God wants to turn over into the lives of his people, to those who have sought after the will and the heart of God. That's right. So be encouraged in that. I don't know why I just went there, but I felt like I needed to go there. Um, but I was back to sharing. I had... Um, a dream if you will last year. I came off of my yearly 21 day fast It's something that the Lord's had me do every year for many years now come off of this fast and I I Decided I wanted to share some of the beautiful things uh, Listen here uh, uh, Loving uh, child of God sometime you just want to share out of the love of your heart uh, Because the Holy Spirit has put on you. You just want to share with people you want them to see what you see that's really all it is you just want uh you it's It's kind of like seeing a bunch of drowning people splashing around in the water and you trying to throw ropes to them but they just won't grab them that's kind of how I felt you know I just wanted to share and I wanted to praise God for some of the beautiful things I got to see in life and it was about it was about some healings that I had seen in my personal life Um with some of the things I'd walked through with my precious husband who has now, uh, who's deceased. God took him on to be with him in 2017, but those stories that I have from the battle that we walked through, they, they formed me and shaped me, and I wanted to share the testimony because we, de- we destroy the enemy with the word of our testimony, right? And I shared some things. I actually did it on video, and you know, I didn't get much of a response. I mean, got a little bit of a response, and not that much. And I laid down that night, and it discouraged me. And, uh, fell asleep, and then I woke up uh, about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and just as plain as can be, I had a vision. And in this vision, I was a little bitty girl. And I was a little girl, about 4 or 5 years old, and I was wearing this little dress. It looked like one of the little dresses that my grandmother used to make. And, um and I told the the father God it was a masculine it was God it was the most masculine strong love I can't describe that kind of power there really are no human words for me to interpret that or translate that into it was just a powerful uh, presence of God and, and I told him I said in a childish childlike way because in this dream or whatnot. I was a little girl. And I said to him, oh, I said, Daddy, I said, I told him all about you. I said, I know they're going to love you now, I told him how you heal and how you do uh, miraculous things and, and the power that you have to deliver them, something like that, you know. And he pulled me close to him and I never saw his face, but he pulled me close to him And I always say the word darling because it's the only word that I can use to kind of translate what he said to me. But I'm not sure even the word that he used, but it was kind of like a pet name maybe uh, he had for me or a, um, a term of endearment of some kind, but I had never heard it before. And he said that word and it was something like darling these people's hearts are so far from me that not even a supernatural miracle will turn their hearts back to me. The only thing they will receive now is my judgment. The only thing they will understand is my judgment. And whenever I felt that, and I did not feel afraid for myself at all. I felt like I was encapsulated in a warm bubble of protection. And then he went on to, uh, I was very fearful for what he said to, to me and was sharing with me for the sake of others. Because I realized in that moment that people have become so lackadaisical, okay, that they don't even care when God demonstrates his supernatural power in order to save their souls they don't, it doesn't even phase them and um, he began to instruct me and to tell me other things which I reserve and keep for myself but these days that we are living in this happened to me last year and now we come into this year and the things I'm seeing huh it lines right up with the will of God and His righteous judgment. God loves His people, and and make no mistake that He will judge righteously, just like we would expect any earthly judge to judge righteously over a situation. And see, one thing about God's judgment is beautiful, and I'm going to tell you this: it has mis- it has been misrepresented in church. It has been misrepresented by pastors they refuse to be barking dogs and that's what i'm going to read in isaiah okay uh the judgment of god is a beautiful thing because the judgment of god is misrepresented because they put too much emphasis on god's anger and 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 they 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 don't understand uh that uh they they's like they they represent god as if he's uh, a a furious angry God that can't get wait to get a hold of people that couldn't be further from the truth. He is a long-suffering God. He has more patience than anybody. He waits a long time. His wrath. He is slow to anger. He gives many chances. the The righteous judgment of God is for those who have been persecuted and done wrong, and that is why we should always, always be on God's side when He is pouring out His wrath. That's right. And, and know this, man and woman of God. Know this, is that the judgment is is not for for God's people, to for it to fall on you. It is for the wicked. It is for those who have not lined themselves up with the truth of God. That's right. And it is for uh, the vindication of the innocent ones. That's right. And so we should desire that. Yes, we should. Because there are some things in this earth that has been going on that are being revealed and exposed right now. And, um... I tell you what. You know, to deny the truth of these things when they are blatantly put before us is (laughs) is so evil. Because to deny the truth so that you can be more comfortable. So that you can be more comfortable. Is evil. It's like... It would be the same as if, as if, as if we just denied, you know, the Holocaust, right? By the way, it was way more than 6 million people that died. It was over 20 million people that died in the Holocaust. It wasn't just Jewish people. It was Christian people. It was people of all different uh, colors. Okay. Yes. There, there, it was to deny something like that, that happened. No. Okay. There's been a Holocaust. Today of our children, over half a million children in America, I'm going to say that again, half a million children disappear in America every year. And you know, I began to notice, you know, I've been, it's bothered me for quite a, a long time bothered me for quite a long time is that i would see missing children on facebook missing children missing children i would be i would scroll down i see a recipe for a chicken casserole oh a missing child oh a few days later another missing child and nobody seems to get rattled about it i mean you know a few people but as i notice how often this is happening you know i'm telling you there's been something going on and uh, need to research some things. You need to open your eyes and be courageous. And God will give you the courage. God will give, it, it takes a mighty heart. It's going to take God. Okay? It ain't going to be out of your courage. It's going to be God's courage. It's going to be a supernatural courage. It's going to rise up in you in a righteous indignation. Be angry and sin not. Hallelujah. And now is the time. Now is the time to be angry, man and woman of God. And sin not. Want to want and to pray for God, uh, God's righteous judgment on the wicked of this earth. And I'm going to pr- I'm going to uh, read real quick. I thought this was going to be a short podcast, but I guess not. Um, Psalm 27 is what comes to me. That's right. I'm going to read it. King David. I love King David. Mm. I can relate to King David more than any other person in this Bible. I like to call myself a daughter of David. I don't go around saying that all the time, but it's, I, I can relate to him so much. And he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell though an host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear Though war should rise against me in this will i be confident because he knows who's on his side hallelujah okay we fight a spiritual battle that's right the word says that um you know we fight not against you know we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities in high places okay that that has often been misinterpreted to mean that uh, uh, human beings can't be your enemy no that's that's just total naiveness just stop being silly yes human beings lined up with satanic practices can definitely be your enemy so it's time to get that out of your head okay Satan and his children okay and yeah it originated in the spirit realm from demonic entities and from the enemy himself. But we are at war with that. You have a tremendous power in your mouth to speak forth and to declare against the enemy, even right there in your own, in your own uh, area, your own city, and definitely in your own household. Hallelujah. So I wanted to say that. If you don't say amen, I will. I'm going to pop over now to Isaiah 56. I'm going to read a little. Because this is a reading podcast. Because there's been a famine for reading the Bible in, in the church. or in, in the flesh church. In the buildings. Okay. Not in God's real church. God's real church is the salt in the light. Sprinkled all throughout the earth. In the high and the low places. And some of those people are not in buildings. Hallelujah. So anyways, um, being a watchman, being a barking dog is what some of us are called to in this last hour. Okay. Um, to be a, do- a barking dog, you know, I had a dog, beautiful dog. God gave me that dog. Her name was Daisy Mae. She was a big, beautiful, white, great Pyrenees sheepdog and if you know anything about those dogs those are the most I love that dog so much because if I was a dog I would have been Daisy Mae she had a big loving heart she had um, a freedom in her heart she had to be free we didn't have fences that kept her in we lived on 14 acres that was adjoined to my sister-in-law's 18 acres And then all of the land around us was bigger tracks like that and all of the neighbors that lived on those tracks around us they knew Daisy Mae she was she she would come over there and she would watch their livestock and she would watch over their children she had dog bowls and snacks at all these different houses (laughs) she had freedom in her heart you know she she had a territory and every day that's what she did. She went and she patrolled the whole area. probably about two or three hundred acres there. And on it, maybe a little smaller than that, but she she patrolled everybody's land and she, she was free and she was noble and she would bark and she would not attack anybody that, that wasn't trouble. She never did. She never attacked a person anyways. But if somebody had been trouble, I guarantee you she would have. Because she was a barking dog. And when she saw evil or she saw a threat, she barked. She let us know about it. And you'd hear her bark and it would echo through the night. <laughs> Sometimes she'd wake us up. You know, she'd be outside my bedroom window. And she had that big old loud, you know, she'd bark. And it'd be like, there's Daisy out there doing her job. But I want to tell you something, man or woman of God, many of us in this hour are called to be barking dogs. We're called to wake up the masses. We're called to tell people the truth that they don't want to hear, the truth that makes them uncomfortable, to reveal and, and be on God's uh, team, to, to reveal and to expose, soldier of God. Amen. And do it with courage in your heart and do it, do it also knowing that you're not going to be strong enough. It's going to be God that girds you up even as you learn and, and as things are revealed to you. This is not a season for, for clapping and, and joy and jumping around. You can still have all those things. Yes, we can still have humor. That is totally necessary right now, honestly. Um But at the same time, remember that, that, uh, the things that have gone on in this earth, there's a reason why God is judging the earth. But anyways, here in Isaiah, I'm going to start right here. Um, I'm going to start on verse eight of chapter 56, the Lord God hath gathered, which gathereth the outcasts of Israel saith, yet will I gather others to him beside those that are gathered unto Him. In other words in addition to what he already has he's gonna gather more all you beasts of the field come to devour Yea, all ye beasts in the in the forest his watchmen are blind they are all ignorant which means to have never known that's what ignorance means to have not been informed because most of them chose not to be informed they are all dumb dogs dumb meaning uh, mute they cannot bark sleeping lying down loving to slumber yea, they are greedy dogs which can never have enough and they are shepherds that cannot understand they all look to their own way even every one for his own gain from his quarter I, I added that I said I said own gain but that's not what it go go and read with me um, and you'll understand come ye say they I will fetch wine And we will fill ourselves with strong drink and tomorrow shall be as this day and much more abundant. Well, that sounds familiar. Doesn't it? Doesn't that sound like today? Like all these preachers, they just want to fill their bellies up like Balaam. Mmm. You better hear that word because they're all about their own gain and they're they're mute dogs or or dogs that cannot bark, sleeping, lying around and doing all that. Okay. Um oh thank you Jesus. Um it's been too much of that going on and as you you can see plainly right now all that's on the downhill it's all coming down. The harlot churches are being exposed for what they are because in the greatest time of need they didn't stand up. Okay? That's pretty much all it is. They ran off, the hirelings ran off and left the flock. Okay? I'm not going to go there because that would be a whole other podcast today. It's already at 22 minutes. I just wanted to share that with you. Be a barking dog. Do not be afraid. Now is the time to come forth in might and in the power of your God. Be a David. You sons and you daughters of David. Rise up in your great and mighty God. And know who stands behind you. Hallelujah. You're not going anywhere until God has finished with your life. And you have finished your life course. And you have run your race. Hallelujah. Be not afraid. Neither be dismayed. The battle is still ahead. We have many battles to fight. And many things to conquer. And we will do it in God's name. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will conquer all. Just be not afraid, neither be dismayed, and be a barking dog that tells the truth. Hallelujah. I pray that this minister to you today, my heart is with you, and my heart prays for every person under the sound of my voice, that you don't be discouraged. My goodness, don't be discouraged be like gideon you remember when he turned around and the god showed him all the angels (laughs) he showed him that big army i'm telling you that's you that's us be encouraged and you know what do not forget to laugh do not forget to give somebody a hug hug your children kiss your children tell every person around you how much you love them walk in the love of god and in the power of his might there's power in love. Amen. That's a whole other topic for another podcast. I'm not going to do that today. Love isn't weak. Like some of these mean Christians want to make it out to be. It's not weak, baby. It's strong. Love is strong. And it endures all things. I pray that this minister to you today. And... No matter what is going on, you have yourself a lovely day.